The following audio content is a talk given at the Inn, a college ministry of University Presbyterian Church in Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit our website, theinnseattle.org. We've been going through a series called Engage, where we are looking at the questions that Jesus asks us and looking at how they apply to our own lives and how we can be in conversation about them with one another. And so we're going to continue that tonight. And the question that Jesus asks us and that we'll be asking ourselves is, where is your faith? Um, But before we do that, before we get started, I'm going to pray for us. So if you could all pray with me. Um, Jesus, please be with us right now. Please guide me as I speak. Um, Let your words speak through me and let your words ring true in these students' lives, God. Um, We ask that you would open our hearts as we seek to find the faulty places that we place our faith, God, and give us each the strength to face that and to turn that over to you. I pray that you'd be present with each and every one of us tonight in this room and that we could hear the truth in your words tonight, that you are with us, God, in all that we do. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. Okay, so I'm just going to get us started. And so tonight we're going to look at the text, and the one that we're reading is one of Jesus' like crazy miracle stories. And so we're reading from Luke chapter 8, verses 22 through 25. Uh, This section is titled, Jesus Calms the Storm. And so I'm sure that many of you have heard this story before. And so my challenge for you is that if you had, you would try and look at it with fresh eyes and hear it like for the first time, because I think that Jesus can use the same words to renew and refresh us. Um, That's my challenge for you. But here, you can all follow along with me. It says, one day Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped, and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided, and all was calm. Where is your faith? He asked the disciples. In fear and amazement, they asked one another, Who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. All right. So first thing I want to do is to put this story in context. And so right before this happens, um, Jesus and his disciples, which are like his 12 best friends, um, had just finished on a little traveling trip. And I'm going to air quote the Bible where it says, from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. So they'd been on this big trip going from place to place, and crowds were following Jesus and his disciples everywhere they went. And so, like, Gospel Luke doesn't say how many villages they went to or how many towns they went to, but I can, I can imagine doing that even once or twice is probably, like, just a little bit exhausting, I don't know. But, so Jesus, after all this, after they've gone and traveled, Jesus suggests, like, hey, let's go across the lake. Now, I don't know doesn't say, but I'm assuming that he thinks maybe they can kind of rest on the trip over. Like, that'll be some time away from the crowds, at least, where they can go before they go into their next town. And so that's where we picked up the story, is they're on the boat after doing all this traveling and all this preaching. Um, So then, in the midst of this journey, there's this huge storm. And so, I just want you guys to think about, like, have you ever seen the water when it's all raging? And I know that we live in Seattle, so we've seen, like, the winds when it's crazy, But something that I automatically think about is like, okay, the 520 bridge 
when you're going down it and there's like, you know how on one side, if you guys have ever been across it, the water is like crazy in the winter, but then on the other side, it's all smooth. And so I'm like, what the heck? How does it do that? I just, <laughs> like this side is always going nuts and then that side's always calm. Maybe that's part of the illustration for Jesus, I don't know. Like this is the storm and that's what Jesus does. But um, <laughs> we'll get there later. But just like imagine being out on this water where it's crazy and it's like dark and gloomy and there's wind and the water is coming up like over the edge and it just kind of seems like doom. Like you think sometimes when I'm driving across that and the water's coming over, I'm like, okay, this is it. This is my life. <laughs> it's going to be gone. <laughs> but I like that's scary. And then, okay, so then keep going. To add to this scene, they're in water like that and the disciples are on the boat. And a lot of Jesus' disciples were experienced fishermen. Like, they've done this lots of times. And so they are skilled in it. And to put everything in perspective, they're all tired. Jesus is especially tired. He falls asleep. And I'm sure that the disciples are like, that's cool. Jesus can sleep because we're fishermen, so we can do this. And then as it starts to get worse and worse, I can imagine them beginning to realize, like, I can't do this. I, we cannot do this. We are going to ruin this. This boat's going to sink, and it's going to be our fault because we couldn't do it. And so Jesus' reaction to all this, and it's in my opinion what I wouldn't expect, is like I would expect him to wake up and maybe be upset or like frustrated at the disciples being like, come on, you guys are all fishermen, and you know how to do this. You've done this essentially your whole life, and now you can't do it. Maybe he would be like that. He's probably nicer than that. Clearly he is. Because he wakes up, and he like doesn't give them a lesson or tell them things that, he's, that they've done wrong. He doesn't. He, like, he doesn't do any of that. He just wakes up. And he's fully present during the storm, resting, unworried in the midst of it. And he rebukes everything, makes it all stop, similar to the other side of the water. And then after he calmed everything, he just asks the question to them of, where is your faith? And so... I'm going to take a step aside from the story, and we're just going to look at faith. And so I kind of want to talk for a second about what I think this passage teaches us about faith. Um, and so I have three little, three little things. And so first thing I think it teach, that this passage teaches us about faith is that it's fundamental to our relationship with Christ. Like, Jesus wanted faith from his disciples and nothing else. He didn't have expectations on them that they should know how to handle the storm, that they should know what to do in every situation. All he wanted from them was faith. And he didn't expect anything at all but for them to turn and trust him. And the same goes for us. I feel like that's a lesson that we can learn from this story, is that he doesn't expect us to know how to do everything. Um, second is that faith is tested and proven by trials. And like we can clearly see that. And like we all have crisis in our lives. And they reveal our faith and what kind of direction we're sort of headed in. And this passage in particular shows us and gives us confidence that even the disciples needed this reminder. Like, we're in good company. If the disciples need this reminder and we need this reminder, like, uh, that's a good place to be. <laughs> I mean, it makes me feel at ease that the same lesson goes for them as goes for us. And so our faith is tested in trials and grows stronger through these trials. And the last one is that faith is trusting in God alone. Like, not God in what we think we, we can do or like the extra effort that we put in to get something done. Um, but it's God and God alone. 
as the recognition that all faith and faith in God is saving us from something and to something. Saving us from our storm and into something better. And so I think that that was true for the disciples in this story, and that's true for us in our lives. Um, so now I want to move on to the real question of tonight that Jesus asked us, which is, where is your faith? So we're going to take a little break, and you guys are going to talk again with each other. And I want everyone to just sort of brainstorm like ideas or things or concepts that we as college students can place our faith in. I'm curious to hear some of the things you guys said, so maybe just like shout them out. Raise your hand and shout them out. I don't know. Yeah. Well, as college kids, I think a lot of us are pretty unsure about our futures. So it's pretty important to trust God with that. Mm-hmm. Futures. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes we put too much faith in like ourselves and our successes. Yes. Yes, ourselves and our accomplishments. Totally. Yeah. Faith in good health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, security within friendships or relationships. Yeah, friendships and relationships. Anything else? One more? Anyone else dying to share? Okay. Um, so yeah, you guys essentially listed like a lot of the major things that I could think of when I came up with this. Um, and like there are countless others. There's so many things that we as humans like get ourselves wrapped up in. But and like you can generalize the big things of like, okay, we can put our faith in some sort of we don't know what we're doing with our life, so our job or like our future in kind of that realm and trying to find our identity there, our success there, like working hard to get there because then I'll be happy or putting your faith in some sort of relationship or friendship, kind of having that be an end point um, or putting your faith like for you guys in your education maybe where it's like if I get these grades, like that will have some sort of definition within me and that will bring me some level of happiness. And I think that all those things are real to each of us and that there's countless others. Like for each unique individual, we can look at these things that we place in front of us. But for the time being, I want us to focus on one. And the reason I chose this one is because I feel like all the other kind of faith placements can sort of stem from it. But that is putting faith in ourselves and what we can do and the efforts that we put. So faith in ourselves. Um, so when we look at this story, of Jesus calming the storm, it's easy to see how the disciples just like stopped trusting and just sort of went, maybe without even realizing it, and placed faith in themselves and what they could do to get themselves out of the mess that they were in and out of the storm that they found themselves in. And like, how much do we do that? How much do we just like automatically, without even really realizing it, put all the weight on our shoulders? Like, well, I have to keep working at this because I need to do it. And like, I have to make this relationship work because that's what'll make me happy and I just need to work harder at it or I need to work harder at these grades because that'll make me happy and I need to do what I like, need to do to get there. Um, are you filling the blank with what's going on? Like We all do it and I know that we can all relate to that feeling of if I just worked a little bit harder and if I just tried harder, then the boat would still stay afloat because I can make it stay afloat. Um, and so like, we put our faith in that instead of the one who can help us with that. Does that make sense? We put our faith in ourselves and what we can do and all of our efforts rather than one who can help us with it. Um, 
And so like when we look at this story, it's easy to see now the fact that Jesus never left. Like, he never left the situation. He never left the boat. Um, he was there all along. But the disciples still try to do it by themselves. And oftentimes we still try and do it by ourselves. And so try to think about my life. Oh, hello. <laughs> try to think about my life um, to tell you guys sort of how I've dealt with this concept of faith and like my personal faith journey. And so throughout my life, like I've considered myself to go through, you know, couple trials here and there, but like some of those being like, okay, for those of you who came to hear me talk earlier in the year, like I talked about ice skating and that was a huge part of my life. Well, a huge trial was when I got a bunch of like injuries and so that ended. I'm like that was a huge storm. I'm like, well, what am I gonna, what am I gonna do with my life? But <laughs> trying to move on past that or like then other trials of going through family like divorce and going through that and then going through things with an alcoholic parent, going in and out of rehab, and things with like breakups in my life, or like loneliness in college, and just all these different things that keep coming up. Um, and now I'm at this point of, what do I do with my life? <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty big one, but I feel that through each and every trial that's gone on through my life, like Jesus has revealed himself to me more and more how he was with me the whole time. Like, he never left my side. Even when I was trying so hard to keep everything, like, to keep everyone happy and to keep things at bay, like, I got, there always came a point where I realized that I couldn't do it and that I needed help and I needed someone to help me. And the coolest part is that I feel like I can now recognize that sooner and sooner with each thing that comes. Like, whether it's something small, like, I sucked on an exam. It's like, okay, I can go to Jesus with that really soon and I can recognize that he's there to help me with this like going through school process. Um, and I think that's a beautiful part of the faith journey for each and every one of us is that with each trial, Jesus gets to remind us that he's with us and that he never left us. Like he, that's part of the trial is that he gets to remind us that he's there. Um, and so recent update for me is that like since the internship ended with the inn, like I didn't have a job lined up for afterwards. And so, like, I started nannying, and so I've been doing that in the summer. And then I've also been preparing, like, still trying to prepare for what's next in my future. And so there's, like, that going on over here. And then trying to find a place to live with people. And so it's, like, I feel like my life this summer has just been a constant chaotic, like, I want to be 100% here, but I want to, like, devote a bunch of time to figuring out what's next. But then where am I going to live? Like that, <laughs> that needs to be figured out kind of soon, but then I need the income from over here. But then I don't, it's like I'm constantly going between these things. And like, some are supposed to be relaxing, some are supposed to be fun. I'm supposed to be able to like hang out and go be with my friends. But I feel like I'm just spent between these three things. Um, but like, crazy part about all of it is that at the end of the day, I can still, like, I still feel peace. I still feel that comfort, and like I can take that breath, because um, I kind of feel like at the end of the day, like with this analogy, it's kind of just like me sitting down in the boat with Jesus, and like things are still kind of crazy, and everything's still kind of moving, and I'm just sort of like, well, help, <laughs> help me, because I can't, I just can't do it. I can't do this all on my own, and I need your help. Um, and, like, I'm still going to work hard at it. I'm still going to work hard at all these things. I'm still going to use the gifts that Jesus has given me to go forward with that. But ultimately, I know that the, 
He commands, like the winds. He commands the waves, and he commands all that in my life. And so going to him with that is much like, more peaceful than trying to keep it all at bay on my own. And so what I'm not trying to like, tell you guys or to put forward is like, that I haven't figured it out, because I don't. And like, I'm still learning, and it's with each trial and each issue that comes up in my life that I have to learn what it looks like in that instance to take that to Jesus. Um, and so what I'm saying to you guys and the encouragement I'm giving you is to keep on this journey because Jesus is so important. Like, it's hard for us to measure faith and how well we're doing in it because essentially you can't really tangibly measure that. My encouragement to everyone is that Jesus is always with you in the midst of your storms. Not because he has to, but because he wants to. Like, he could be on the shore just sort of like making everything stop from there. Like, he could do that. He's powerful enough to do that. That's not the point. Like, he wants to be with us. The God of the universe wants to be in the boat with us, to go through the storm with us and be there with us. Um, So when you guys hear Jesus ask the question, where is your faith? What I hope comes to mind is the reminder that Jesus is there. I think that's the whole reason he asked the question. I don't think he's there to condemn us. I don't think he's there to place expectations on you. I think he just wants us to remember that he's there. And I think that that's why he asked the question. Um, and it's kind of like a, I don't know, if you feel like you're in the midst of something, and if you feel like Jesus came to you and said, where's your faith? I hope that that would be a like, oh yeah, I'm okay, because you're right here. Like, I kind of forgot. And Jesus isn't mad at you, and he doesn't come to like, place that expectation on you, because he deserves to have that place in your life, to come in and ask that question. Like, he deserves that. And so give him, like, I don't know, my encouragement is to just give him that and give that to him, whatever it is. And be like, yeah, I kind of forgot you were here. I kind of forgot you were in the boat. But I want, like, my faith is in you, and I want to place my faith in you. And just see what he does. See what he does. Um, so looking at your lives currently, like you guys, middle of summer, um, just some questions that I want you guys to think about is, like, where are you placing your faith? Um, And what places do you feel like the winds and the waters are raging and it's sort of out of control or it just feels chaotic? Um, And where are you trying to make it work on your own and putting faith in things that aren't Jesus? Like, essentially, those are all the same question of where are you placing your faith? What are the storms? What's going on? How are you dealing with it? Um, And just encourage you guys to look into that and seek out the truth that Jesus is with you and to hear that and hear the truth that Jesus is with you um, and to take on that storm with Jesus. I'm going to close up. The verse is going to be on the screen. So if you want to read along, you can read along. Or you can close your eyes, whatever you'd like. Um, it's from 1 Peter 1, 5 through 9. It says, For you who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time, in this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Please pray with me. Um, Jesus, I thank you for this time, and I thank you for this group of students. 
Um, I just thank you for your words and how you use them to renew us and refresh us, God. And I pray for each student in this room that you are speaking to them in a unique way and that they would continue to process with you tonight as we seek to find the different places where we place our faith. And Jesus, we recognize that you are ultimately the only one worthy of that faith. Uh, you sustain us and you rescue us from our storms. So I pray for these students as they are seeking um, you in the midst of their storms that you would continue that conversation with them, God. You continue to strengthen them in their faith. We thank you that you are always with us and you never leave, God. And for that, we are forever grateful. It's in your name we pray. Amen.